0: Yay! Good morning. It's Wednesday, August 10th, my birthday. Yay, happy to me. I hope this is recording through my AirPods. Um, as I'm going to do a quick one today, a very quick one. It is All-Star Day. It is MLS All-Star Day. It is the day before I leave to go home after 11 days on the road. So uh, I'm hoping, you know, that I just get out in my air my airline which is United tomorrow flying from Minneapolis back to Newark I hope they don't cancel my flight um, waiting on CPI data CPI data I believe it comes out today um, you know markets were muted yesterday Dow was down a little bit the vix is at 22 remember what I say about the vix even though it's at 22 it wants to be at 30 it's gonna go to 30 you're at ten dollars on you um vixie has been your complete play. Let's look at um, on the algorithm. I was just doing some scans, <clears throat> and so let me t- switch over to the algorithm. u and s I think s has made you quite a bit of money. u um, had a MACD cross-up at $10.60. It's $10.04 now. It has not had a MACD cross down. The RSI is at 34 so let me see what S Vixy has been doing as far as the MACD. They trade inversely. Um, you had a MACD cross up on June twenty second of forty seven fifty six, and you are at fifty four. That's almost twenty percent that you've made on this one with S Vixy. Not a fan of S Vixy. I think U reacts much much better. Um, but remember, they're inverse. So when one goes up, one goes down. So. Uh, those in the market, that's kind of the overview. Uh, chip stocks like NVIDIA, Micron, Qualcomm, and AMD, they're stabilizing after a guidance of uh, bloated inventories. So let's kind of look at uh, one that I wanted to look at was AMD. Uh, I personally own this one. I think my average purchase price is like, uh, I want to say um, 113 But we had a MACD cross up on July 7th at $78. You rode that all the way up to 103. Um, And you haven't gotten out of that one officially, but like I've told you a lot of times, when we get these big run ups, there's a pull down. And sometimes just because of my algorithm, the nine day doesn't get on the 21, you can pull out early, you can take your 10, 20% in this market. That's exactly what I tell people to do. once you start to see a pullback, you can take your 10, 15%. There is no catalyst on the the horizon for AMD. The RSI right now is at 49. Um, the MACD is crossing down, so I would expect it to continue to go down. But this could be a platform for a shelf for another run um, to 120, maybe. Uh, but again, chip stocks—they've eh, they've reported. NVIDIA is the next one. They don't report until August 24th, but they pre-announced some pretty bad inventory levels um, and some things. So yesterday you had a MACD cross down and you got out with an 8% gain. So on July 7th, it got you in at 157. Yesterday you got out at 170. So um, again, that's an 8% gain. Uh, your earnings are coming up. The catalyst is there. The RSI is at 41, which officially is no man's land. Again, you want to buy anytime it's below or closer to 20. Um, any Anytime between 40 to 60 is kind of um, more like, hey, it's no man's land. I don't know where it's going, blah, blah, blah. But uh, NVIDIA, again, I, I t- say people five years from now are you upset that you bought it 170 versus you know where it dipped down to 157 you didn't even notice five years from now um podcast favorite because of the multiples the uh, pe the forward pe qualcomm uh yesterday you were out of qualcomm this was a great great trade um on july 6th yeah the algorithm says hey get in at 126. well Yesterday, you got out at 142. You could have gotten out at 156. 142 is still a great price. Remember, I love this one at 170. Your RSI is at 39. Your MACD is crossing down. The only catalyst that you have is a ex dividend date on August 31st. That's it. So uh, if you're in this one and you're trading it, I would get out. I don't necessarily condone trading it. I think Qualcomm has great chips. Uh, I think they're dealing with um all of the uh all of the the chip bloating of inventory essentially what happened with all these chips is there was a chip shortage, so all of the chip makers basically um uh started making a ton of chips and the man the the manufacturers who use those chips double ordered and triple ordered just to make sure that they didn't run short in the future and they canceled a lot of those orders. So the chip makers now have a glut of chips. Um, Let me see. The other one that I wanted to go over was Micron. Um, MU. MU has been a great one. Um, They again announced kind of bloated inventories. Let me see. Uh, Yeah, yesterday you got out of MU. Their earnings are coming up September 27th. They just announced way back June 30th. And right after earnings, you had a buy-in at 5602. Yesterday, it got you out at 59, which is a 4% gain. So, you know, again, can't complain about a 4% gain, but the MACD is crossing down. The RSI is at 38. Again, these are leveling off. So chips may be in style. You might want to look at those if you want to trade. Yesterday, too, Elon filed a report with the SEC that he sold $7 billion of Tesla stock. Um, And he made mention, hey, I did it because... Um, Twitter may force him to buy at 5420. Twitter is let me see. And and I've told you guys ever since it went down to 38 that Twitter might be a good buy. We had a $36 price uh Magti cross-up on July 15th. God, if you got in at 36, you've made your 20%. Huge, huge great gain on that one. But remember if, for some reason, the court says, "Hey, Elon doesn't have to buy this, this is a twenty probably an eighteen to twenty dollar stock. um That's how bad it is the r s i is up at seventy. It's crazy to buy at this, but again fifty four dollars they may force him in October to buy this at fifty four dollars. It's going to be a quick, quick turnaround, and if he's forced to buy, he didn't want to um squash the the Tesla share price. So he wound up selling all of those shares and getting enough money. And if some of his backing doesn't come in, blah, 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 the whole thing. Uh, Tesla, on the other hand, um, you can see the effect of his sell off. It was selling at about 900, 920, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, I think I'm moving. Again, I've said anything under 700, buy it. Anything over 700, sell it. Uh, you are still in the $701 trade. July 7th, it got you in at $701. Um, you could have gotten in even after that under $700. So there's no complaints there if you didn't get in. But this has been a great, great trade. Even at $850, um, it, the, uh, the algorithm hasn't gotten you out yet. But again, that dip down has happened. If you look at the chart, August 4th, where it sold at a high of $940, that, started the downtrend. Um, There's a clear, clear volume shelf at 744 here. I think that's a clear support level for this one to go down to if we start to see a downturn. So if you're in this one and you're trading at 744, 740 should be your stop loss there. Because if we break that one down, there is no room down to the bottom. The catalyst on this one is August 25th, a three-for-one stock split that was approved by shareholders. So you've got that. Um, Elon quoted last night, he tweeted, um, the Semi, which is the semi-truck, you know, the big 18-wheelers that you see? Tesla's been developing that one for years. He says the first one with 500-mile range will ship at the end of this year. Pepsi has pre-orders, UPS has pre-orders. There's a ton of companies with pre-orders for this Semi. If they can make this one work, huge, huge catalyst for the stock. Um, These are, what, $150,000 machines. uh, I'm sorry, one, I think they're close to half a million bucks or something like that. But they're huge, huge catalyst for the stock. The margins on these things are great. He also said that Cybertruck will begin next year. Um, I have my order in for a Cybertruck. I will probably trade in my Model 3 for a Cybertruck. I love the look of the Cybertruck i like how it's unique um i also like that it's stainless steel on the outside and doesn't get dents or um scratches that's a huge thing for me because my model 3 has taken it on the chin with all of my road trips um so i still like it it's got a ceramic coating on it blah 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 i can geek out on all the car stuff that i've i've learned through through the years Um, i wanted to go over some of the podcast favorite stuff now Oil continues to slide. And the reason oil continues to slide, remember, we're we're getting oil in this country from our um, strategic emergency reserves. That's about, I think it's 2 million b- barrels a day or something from the, the, the reserves that you're getting. Um, that needs to be replenished. So as the U.S. starts to buy um, in order to refill those come the December timeframe, again, you can't um, create oil supply other than drilling. And drilling in this country, you know, they have the permits, they can do it. Devon, Oxy, all of them said, hey, we're going to do more drilling um, and we're going to pump more out. But it's still, if China opens up, you can't meet that demand. Now, Devon Energy got you out of the trade here on August 5th, talked about that slight, slight gain. But it's under sixty. It's at fifty-eight seventy-five. Um, the catalyst for this one is the ex dividend date on September 9th. This is the largest dividend payer on in the S and P. So Devon under sixty, buy it. Over sixty, sell it. Uh, Oxy, which is again Berkshire Hathaway, has over twenty percent uh, in this one. Um, this one you would be out, and it, I think you got out on August fourth. Their catalyst is the ex-dividend date, which is significantly smaller um, than Devon, but that's September 9th. Uh, right now, the algorithm doesn't have you in, but I, it's at 62. I continue to say, under 60, buy it, over 60, sell it. Um, it's clear capitulation right now. It could go back up into the 80s. Let's look at X, uh, Exxon, XOM, which is another one that I own. Uh, I've written it all the way up, haven't gotten out of it. You would be out of it at um, August 5th at about $90. You're trading at $90.56. The catalyst for this one, tomorrow's ex-dividend date. Um, you don't have any real reason to buy this one. Just to be honest, if you want to buy oil, um, I think you could. Let me look at Chevron real quick. I think Devin and Oxy are probably your best bets, Um Chevron's had quite a run up. You had a MACD cross up here on, let me just pull this one down, at 136 on July 15th, <clears throat> right before the earnings. And it's kind of run up into earnings. You've had, remember I talked just about 10 minutes ago about that dip that we see in the algorithm on these four hour charts that I use for my algorithm. Um, the RSI had to come down. The RSI was at 79, almost 80 Um That's crazy for an RSI to be at that high. But around earnings, they had such great earnings. Boom! Everybody started buying, and then it started to come off. Uh, This one, I think you look at one hundred and fifty as the price point. Under one hundred and fifty, buy it. Over one hundred and fifty, sell it. It's at one hundred and fifty-five, and I, in my mind, I think you're going to see some capitulation there. Um, UNH. Let's look at UNH because UNH dipped under five hundred. Uh, with kind of the cool down of the uh, – I'm sorry, it didn't dip under 500. It's at 537. We had a MACD cross up here July 18th at 531. Um, the previous one was a 10% gain all the way from 475. This one's been capitulating around this 520 to 540 range. Uh, it's, it's at all-time highs. The RSI is at 54, which is no man's land. The MACD is kind of crossing down. I wouldn't get into this one if, if, right now if you're not in it. There is a gap here between 506 and 511, um, which I believe will be filled on the way down at some point. But UNH, that's one you just buy and you hold it. You don't kind of look at it. Um, uh, let's look at some of the uh, cryptocurrencies, and then we'll go into today's earning plays. Um, GBTC um crypto has not been uh, great you're in gbtc of 1470 it's at 1433 that is a July 29th buy it's been going and going and going it's just been capitulating here between 14 and 14 14 and 15 dollars say um I don't have a a particular price kind of range on this one but I will tell you if you get into this one take it for a trade Ethereum has the proof of um the validation coming up uh this has been a i mean a, just a remarkable trade you got into this one with the algorithm seven dollars and twenty nine cents on june twenty second it is still in that trade um, and you are at twelve dollars you're almost doubling your money within this time two more dollars and you've doubled your money i don't think it's gotten up to fourteen I think it got up to thirteen. Uh, Close to 13, but kind of came down. Still have confirmation. The RSI is at 55. It's not crazy oversold. Um, The MACD has not crossed down when the the moving averages are down. So the algorithm still has you in this trade. Now, um, BITO, which is the pro shares. um, Is this the short one? I think it's the short one. Um, This one's had you in since 13, but I don't know. Again, I don't play crypto for the short game. I play it for the long game because I think you could get easily burned on that one uh, going short. Um, I'll talk about two scans that I did. um, Well, I did more than two scans, but I found two stocks that are interesting with scans. Um, The first one is Mosaic, and this one's a Potash company. Um, you guys know that uh, fertilizer, there's a potential food shortage coming, probably not going to come now that Putin's opened up the ports. But July 8th, uh, MOS, this one has been crazy. It's been running just crazy, crazy, crazy. 4589 on July 8th. You're at 54 right now. Now, a stock like this does not typically move like that. Um, you had it run up through earnings, it still got confirmation. The RSI is significantly high. Um, I just wanted to point out that this one, their average win is 18% over 1,000 candles. If you would have bought and held, you would have made 208%. The performance of uh, uh, getting in and out with the algorithm is 62%. So either way, it's a great one. I noticed it on the scan because, again, a lot of these potash and fertilizer companies have been hitting bottom. Uh, and that's that's kind of why I saw it. The next one that I want to point out with a MACD cross-up is EGLE. Shippers have had a tough time, but they're coming back. The MACD cross-up happened yesterday at 53.41. The RSI is a little high at 59. You just had their earnings. The win uh, right before earnings you would have bought at um, 41 uh, on July 11th. You would have gotten out right after earnings on August 5th with a 15% gain. Um, This one, EGLE, it's a bulk shipper. Um, With buying and selling on the algorithm, you would have made 58%. Buying and just holding, it would have made you 192%. 27 positions within 1,000 candles, and the average win is 20%. So it's a good stock. it's, it's, it's been a, a solid winner on the algorithm. Again, I kind of trade this this rally. Uh, um, you know, you this stock, you went all the way up to eighty dollars just recently in June. So you're trading at fifty three. That's why I bring it up. The RSI is a little high, um, but the ex dividend date on August fifteenth. Um, I don't think they have a huge ex dividend. Let me look them up. Egle. Uh, Finviz is saying their ex their dividend dates, 14%. So it's a good dividend. It's probably going to run up into the dividend, um, X date. So I think you could absolutely trade this one at $53 with that MACD up. Do I think we're going back to, um, 80? I don't know. I mean, shipping has kind of leveled off. You're still in su- kind of a supply crunch. So. I don't know. I, I would definitely take the trade on this one if you're inclined, if you believe in shippers. Uh, again, do some research on this one because uh, I'm just kind of doing the overview and that the fact that my algorithm had a Mackie cross-up. Now, earnings. Those were the two scans that I did. Earnings, Disney after the bell. Uh, this one is going to be a crapshoot. And I think a lot of this, the good news is built into this one. You had – and I went over this. You had a MACD cross-up, 96.36 on July, 16th, July 18th, um, heading into this earnings. Earnings today, um, they're going to be expecting um, – it's going to focus on their streaming. Did they make – did they continue to increase their streaming? Did they lose uh, streaming subs like Netflix did? If they lost streaming subs, look out below. This has had such a run-up – from 96 to 108, and with it being a Dow, um, a huge mega cap stock, um, this has been a favorite of Wall Street all through the pandemic. Uh, You ran up from about $70. Let me look at the weekly. Uh, You guys know I change for a lot of these long-term ones, and this is a long-term one. I I tell you, this is a long-term one. When you look at this chart on a weekly basis, this is a crazy good opportunity, as it looks like. You're back to pandemic levels, um, at about 105, 108. This one ran all the way up to almost $200. It ran, yeah, it was over $200. And you're trading at 108. Again, the MACD cross up here is is 96. It's still in that that long-term trend. On a weekly chart, your RSI, your RSI is at 41. That MACD hasn't been hasn't been this low. And I'm going all the way back to 2017. The MACD is crossing up here. You can clearly see the week of July 11th, a MACD cross up. Now, does it continue to climb through here? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, again, this is a you know the week of March 16th, 2020, which was the COVID bottom, traded at seventy nine dollars. It's the only time this stock has been at that level, other than 2018. Super well run company. Uh, you know, even though Chapex been taking it on the chin, they have uh, sports with ESPN. They have parks. Um, they have, you know, Mickey Mouse's copyright. I think is coming up, and that's probably dragging on the stock as well. But again, I, I think they have opportunity, and I think you could absolutely play this one um, with earnings. Let me run the algorithm again to get back to the four hour chart, so I can look at a shorter time frame. The algorithm makes you seventeen percent buying and holding loses you 17% on this one. That's the crazy part about this this stock is the algorithm's performance is significantly better. You had 20 positions. The average win is 10.09%, so it makes that um Gary kind of hey threshold of you can trade this one cuz it makes you the 10% on on an average mood. Now, here's the killer You only, within those uh, 30 positions, you only had seven wins. So you had to pick and choose. You had 23 losses. The average loss though was only 2%. So as long as you stayed within your stop losses, you only lost 2%. um, But you made seven gains of average 10%. 70%. Done. I mean, you know, again, it's a great, great average win rate. So, uh, but again, you want you want to make sure because you've had this run uh, if you're not in this one and you're playing earnings my suggestion would be to listen to the earnings watch the charts as earnings come in and and play it that way but if you're a long-term investor if your kids watch Disney plus if you go to Disney parks you know how expensive it is just make sure you can you know buy it and if you like it i said that you know the second i bought an iphone i bought apple, more apple stock Uh, I've been buying Apple stock all the way through. I'm sucked into the ecosystem. Been airdropping all week long with people. Got an airdrop yesterday. Worked with a 20-year-old intern in the credentials booth yesterday who just raved about Apple products. And I watched how she used them uh, in her job. Uh, She bought a new MacBook um, because the stadium um, was providing her a PC and she just didn't know it. So um, just... Great to watch the kids use these tools. Um, you know, again, I see I see more AirBooks or MacBooks in the stadium being used than PCs. Just kind of a you know a, a look around for me, and and I love Apple. Um, so let me look at Apple real quick. It's at one sixty seven. It's up almost two percent in the pre market, which means I'm gonna have a big day today. Their ex dividend. There's no catalyst on the the horizon for Apple. Their RSI is at sixty eight. It's coming down from 70. Um, you've had a buy-in here on Apple since June 22nd, 134. You're at 164 right now. What's that, 20%? Fantastic trade. Um, let's look at Amazon. Amazon's up 2%. You're, you're way up in pre-market. Amazon, you had a buy-in on July 18th at 115. You're at 137. Now, there's a gap here between doo, 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 123 and 131 that most likely is going to be uh, on a pullback a market pullback for Amazon most likely that's going to be a floor at about 120 i would say 1 125 is probably your pivot point on Amazon um it's pretty clear there uh so the arcs um arc g is up 3% Oh, you know what? No, 7.45. I don't know if CPI just came out or not, but um, God, these arcs are flying. Um, Yeah, most likely. Again, I posted this on Twitter last night. As far as the CPI data, you guys have seen, yeah, it did just come out. It's 7.45 here, but it's 8.45. So it definitely came out while I was recording this. Good news because the markets, the, the futures just shot up. But remember this too, and, and again, when you're looking at stocks, you want to play both the micro in looking at the actual stock and the macro with um, you know any political, any kind of quote unquote economic news as a whole. Um, yesterday, for the past three quarter, three um, uh, monthly CPI datas that have come out, the White House the day before has warned. We think the, the, the number is going to be high. Well, it's supposed to be confidential, and the White House isn't supposed to know the number before it comes out. But you damn well know that these guys know the number. When they're putting out a warning, they know the number. They're trying to soften the blow to the market in that, hey, we're going to take half the half the shock to the market today with that announcement, and we're going to take half the shock tomorrow when the announcement comes out. Play the ma- micro and macro games. Understand and look at that. And I posted that last night on Twitter. Hey, I think tomorrow's going to be a big up day because the White House didn't say anything. Uh, the White House isn't going to brag about inflation going down until the number comes out because they want the market to to react. God, look at the arcs—they're up four um, percent. Wow! So all your big movers. They're moving up. Apple's moving up almost 2%. And the reason is because as inflation comes down, it is less likely that the Fed will continue to raise rates. It doesn't mean that they're going to stop here in September. Remember, the next Fed meeting is September. <clears throat> it doesn't mean that they're going to stop September. But the hope is, and I believe that the market is pricing in this in, is that they get to a flat uh, inflation rate. Um Sometime in the first quarter of next year, and then the Fed can start to reduce interest rates again to boost the economy. So it'll get us out of the recession through the 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 needle. Jay Powell might have threaded the needle. Um, you know, you just don't know. But again, CPI data came in. I just looked at my clock. I'm like, no, it doesn't come out until eight thirty. Didn't realize I was I was on Central Time. So. Keeping this under a half hour, 28 minutes. Um, Happy birthday to me. If you want to give me a birthday present, go and support the podcast, anchor.fm slash daily podcast, daily stock pick um, uh, slash support. I'll put it in the description of this thing so you can do it. Um, I appreciate you guys. I know I've been MIA. I know I haven't done a lot of stock picking in the past week. Um, This is my last day of work. Tomorrow's a travel day, so I probably will not have a podcast tomorrow. Uh, If I wake up and do a quick one, it'll be something like this. Uh, But I certainly appreciate you guys, you guys um, who write me uh, on Twitter and who write me on uh, Instagram. I certainly thank you guys for everything. Uh, If I can help you at all, again, that's what I'm here for. Uh, I'm not here to get paid. I just kind of say, hey, support me. Um, I just appreciate these supporters. But you guys, listen, I'll give you free stock tips. I'll give you free training whenever you guys want. Just hit me up. Thank you, guys. Uh, have a great Wednesday. Tune into the All Star Game tonight. ESPN two seven thirty. Uh, I probably you probably won't see me. I gave myself field access, but the director of operations said, "Yeah, you're not going on the field." I'm usually on the field afterwards. So, uh, but if you're in the credentials booth near the credentials booth, stop by, say hi. We'll take a selfie. I'll post it on Twitter. Thanks, guys. Say goodbye.